Everybody, welcome into another edition of the Daily Energy Newsbeat Stand Up here on this gorgeous Friday, June 30th, 2023. As always, I'm your humble correspondent, Michael Tanner, coming to you from an undisclosed location here in Dallas, Texas. It is our weekly recap. So um, this is where we bring you all of our top stories from this week. Stu and I had a had a crazy week. You know, we saw Larry Fink at Blackstone talking ESG. We saw a bunch of other stuff. So um, I'm not gonna spoil anything for the weekly recap. I'm gonna leave it up to the team um to select the best segments. Before that, guys, again, as always, the stories are courtesy of the world's greatest website, www.energynewsbeat.com, the best place for all of your oil and gas and energy news. Stu does a great job of curating that website, making sure it's updated with all of your energy news. Dashboard.energynewsbeat.com, the best place for your data energy news combos. Get it while you still can. Definitely go behind a paywall. But again, guys, leave it up to a weekly recap. Congrats. You survived. We'll see you Sunday night. The title of the first article is Wagner's Insurrection Ends with an Uncertain Agreement. Ian B. covered this two years ago. Uh, one of the cool things is I covered this with George Friedman, Dr. George Friedman. He is the founder of uh, Geopolitical uh, GPS, and he is an animal. He's been a geopolitical uh, guru for years. Let's take what he just put out on their website. And uh, I've got the link to their site. Go uh, follow them. They're good people. I love the way they phrase this, Michael. They said the number one place that's taking in this war is but within the Russian government itself. Reports over the last several months paint a picture of tension in the Kremlin uh, between the military, private mercenaries, and oligarchs. Even most of the differences were kept out of the public eye. Um, we don't see half of what's going on because of our media until this happened. And then CNN and everybody else had to cover this because they didn't want Biden's story coming up on Hunter with him tweeting on, on that. Thing. <laughs> OK, we get it. We get it. What happened I, in Russia? So there's this. I, I, I'm just bear with me here. Wagner took control of Ross Dundon, Ross, Ross Don armored vehicles. He was in the Ukraine uh, border area. He has about 23,000 troops, and he has been a trusted ally of Putin. He's kind of like his right-hand thug. I mean, if you want to take, a, you know, my imitation of Putin is always, hey, almost a cross between Putin and um, the Sopranos. Well, this guy is notching up the Sopranos, okay? When you sit back and you take a look at the Wagner group, they learned everything. I mean, the Sopranos learned everything from these guys, okay? They got bodies everywhere. And half yeah, it, of their people and, and, are from Africa. Uh, that's the crazy. Yes. Uh, the Kremlin's response was quick. First, it tried to deplete the ranks of the Wagner fighters. The defense ministry also announced it was aiding the Wagner fighters who asked for safe return. Right now, at the end of this, uh, there was negotiations between Wagner himself as well as Putin. He is now being exiled to Belarus. What is Belarus, Michael? I don't know, Russian puppet state. Exactly. Okay. Ding. 
you sit back and kind of go, wait a minute, I'm being exiled. Okay, this has got to be either a false flag or a wag the tail, but more the Russian word for it is. Uh, so you think this that, is a conspiracy? You think this whole? You think this whole? I, you think this? Is, I, I oh, got interesting. It. That's your take. Yeah, um, a mascarona, uh, mascarona, and uh, the Russian term mascarona literally means masking. An early military meaning was camouflage. Soon extended to battlefield masking using smoke and other methods of screening. Some of my Russian counter uh, uh, contacts in the media were letting us know that this is what they think it is. <laughs> so Interesting. Here, here's the big point of this. If Putin may have been trying to drag out who's on his side and who's not on his side, Who's the number one ally he's had as a thug? And that is the Wagner group. Why would the Wagner group suddenly make this run 200 uh, kilometers uh, north, waving, waving their flag? And everybody was like, hey, it's the Wagner group. I mean, it was more like a pope driving. I'm with you. I mean, this has got all the earmarks. Interesting. So, so this guy so basically, Yegeni Poroznev, Wagner yep. chief. Interesting, because it is it is fascinating that he's not a military guy by his pedigree. He used to serve Putin food. And then all of a sudden, he just is in control of one of the largest private right. mercenaries in the world. Why is this guy going to double cross and, Putin? And he's the number five guy in the Russian area, uh, Russian political as being the top five political people. Oh, I see. So, so interesting. You think this was set up and it's well, only time will tell, but he definitely. So what is CNN? CNN is in, 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 and, and everyone in the, in the corporate media, well, they're telling us that he attempted to march into Moscow and got stopped by Russia. Yeah, they're not. They don't have the facts accurate. And I've, I've kind of enjoyed uh, I've been forced to watch CNN as my where I'm sitting uh, for the last few days. But in two years ago, I've interviewed I, I've included the link to one of the articles two years ago. We talked about how important and Putin's thought process on Ukraine was. Dr. Friedman also said that Putin is a bad dude. Putin also is a good Russian leader and does what and puts Russia first in order to do what a good Russian leader would do. He would take back Ukraine. We talked about that two years ago and how he was going to do it. <laughs> no, you and George Friedman were ahead of the game here. You can go to Energy News Beat YouTube. It's the pinned video there. It's our probably our most watched video. Uh, uh, we've had four four thousand, I think, on our on ours to over thirty thousand now on theirs. And it's and pretty so, crazy. Um, that was back when I was still editing the podcast. So <laughs> it looks horrible, but that was because it was me. So you can thank you. You can oh. thank Andy for doing a much better job on this podcast than we and, do now. We love you, Andy. We appreciate oh, yeah. it. Um, all right. So you think this was a whole charade? Interesting. I love the take. What else happened? It was also a busy weekend. What's next? Well, um, there's also more to this story. 
And some of the conspiracy theory, this is not me. Okay. Some of the conspiracies. We'll take this conspiracy theory. It, it's 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 not some random guy on <laughs> Substack. I have no doubt. It's just you. It. Who is the definition of a random guy on <laughs> Substack? All right. Um the the key thing is why would the Biden administration's uh, Department of Defense suddenly the weekend that they announce that they're missing 6.3 billion dollars that went oh, okay. they have no idea yeah. all of well, us no it's not that they, it's that they were using they were using a there's different ways and i'm not an accountant but the way it was described to me is when you when you do inventory because you've spent the money but you right. haven't actually you haven't applied that inventory to anything right you have, there's a difference of how it's, do you value that inventory was it fair market value aka or was it cost of goods which was Which, the original purchase price. And yeah, I guess yeah. they weren't doing the, they were going against the opposite of what the standard was at the time. And when you move it to the other standard, your value, they basically sent them $6.2 billion more. Just insane. Insane. You could have thrown and, that my way. Oh, absolutely. What's a few billion between friends? We've always said it. Um, Let, we've right. always but said it. All right, more, what's next? I think there's more to the story. And I'm not saying that that's it. I'm just saying that's what's out there. From Merrick to Microsoft, these are the companies that BlackRock controls the most of. Michael? I'm sure. Let me just take a quick swing here, Stu. I'm going to go out on a limb and say they're all ESG friendly, right? I'm sure. Try again. <laughs> yeah. Is 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 most of them ESG friendly? Uh, somewhat. Here's where the pot I don't think any of them are. There's meta. I'm looking at this. None of them are. Here's where it gets me worked up. You and I have talked about you go to Google, this thing called Google, which is uh, shadow banning our website, but we still get 60,000 people a day to it. You you sit here and you take a look at this. They go carbon neutral since 2007. Boo, hockey. How many servers is Google running? That eats up more heat than all the whales on the planet. Anyway, we should go back to fire. I'm with you. We should go back to pre-fossil fuels. Oh, absolutely. Okay. So the next one here, you say meta. How in a, they're using, they're running all this. How in the world is meta carbon neutral? Are they barring carbon credits? Apple? You got yeah, I mean, you've got their biggest. You, let's roll down here. Here's their biggest investments: BlackRock, ESG friendly BlackRock, Apple, 170 billion. Oh, they're ESG friendly. Just operating sweatshops in China. They're, they're, oh, they're yeah. good. No, no, no. That's, that's, that's good. That's good. ESG. Talk about Nvidia. G. Um, uh, Nvidia. Microsoft. 155. Chat GTP. Basically about to put an entire industry out of business. Basically about to Broadcom. put hundreds of millions of people out of work. Broadcom. Oh, Co-founders injecting vaccines all over Africa randomly. That's number two. ESG. Yep. Love it. What do we, and that and that's literally half of the fun. You've got right. number three in Divya, chip maker, Taiwan. Oh, I'm sure that's a great facility. Oh, no. And it's the chips that are being going into the wasted dump. We've got a video that our production team is doing. You did. You missed that today since you were like working a real job. The all the solar panels are actually going to be more um, waste than all the nuclear waste in the world. 
Amazon's actually number three. I see they have them ranked here. It's a little bubble chart. Amazon's number three. That seems like a fun place to work. 12-hour shift, peeing in a bottle. Oh, yeah. Nice. Okay, you work look there. at number 12 and number 22. Chevron and Exxon. That is ESG-friendly right there. I oh, can get behind that, BlackRock. Here, this is hypocrisy at its finest. I mean, you can't tell me that they stand up there and Larry Fink is up there saying, and then have you ever seen any of the BlackRock commercials yet? They're making me airsick. They've got a man standing there in a janitor and he's sitting there going, we want to fund your retirement with ESG. I threw up in my mom's hospital room (laughs) watching this thing. It is disgusting. We want to charge you more fees for ESG funds and still go buy Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, Google, and Divya. It's a scam for fees. Yeah. And then, you know, I walk across the road and get arrested for jaywalking. But these knuckleheads can get by with murder. Oh, that sounds like crimes. High crime. Yeah. Sounds like a politician. Politician, Larry Fink. Politician. Oh. Interesting. Klaus Schwab, just throw the World Economic Forum in there. (laughs) Might as well. They all sleep (laughs) together. (laughs) Larry Fink now says, quote, he's ashamed to be part of the ESG political debate. (laughs) (laughs) This came out yesterday. We put we recorded that on Sunday, that original stuff. He said he's no longer using the term ESG because it's politically weaponized and he's ashamed to be part of the debate on the issue. Why it matters? Because BlackRock is the largest asset manager and it manages $9.2 With a T. T. T-t-t-trillion. Now, here's the thing. Uh, BlackRock's bullish outlook on responsible environment and a social governance investing has been blasted by conservatives. Woke capitalism has drawn boycotts from Florida and Texas. You got to love this. I also love this. They, they 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 had this conversation at the Aspen's Idea Festival. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Yeah. That, oh, that, that, you know who would have been there if he was not, if he didn't kill himself? Epstein. That's who I, that's who shows, those are the type well, of people that show up to these events. Uh, actually, uh, John Denver would have been too, because his place was up there. It was a beautiful place. Uh, right before he, I met him. Or Aspen I got him Ideas again. Festival. Right. That's, right. that's spooky. Yeah. Okay. The, uh, those are the dark rooms we talk about. The U.S. Treasury sanctions Wagner Gold and weapons dealing operations in Africa. Holy smokes. I can't believe this. The U.S. Treasury Department on Tuesday announced new anti-Wagner sanctions in a belated attempt to cut off the group's weapon funding. At the moment, the Russian government has essentially pardoned the mercenary outfit for treasonous actions. It remains unclear what role the Wagner will play in Russia. Well, he's been ousted out to... um, uh, Belarus. And personally, I think that this was a little bit of a, uh, a stunt uh, to try to do some other things, but we'll cover that in another show. Companies in Russia, the UAE, Central Africa Republic have engaged in illicit gold dealings to fund the Wagner Group to sustain and expand its armed forces, including in Ukraine and Africa. 
first off, these guys may be a bunch of thugs and uh, I am not really thrilled with the idea of even thinking about supporting these guys. But there's got to be another way for Secretary Yellen as a United States Treasury Department sanctioning this. This is not good. Weaponization of the U.S. Treasury Department is going to cause serious repercussions for the U.S. dollar coming down the road. We got to get some new energy policies. We got to get some new financial and fiscal responsibility. Weaponizing the dollar is bad, no matter if you're Republican or Democrat, it's bad. 